A great recurring trope that we love covering on this show are real-life cryptids. Not Bigfoot, not the Loch Ness Monster or anything like that. I'm talking about cryptids like uh, those creepy clowns from a few years back, or that guy over in England who prowls the streets at night in a gimp suit, or all the various early morning joggers across the world who poop on people's lawns and manage to evade capture. Yeah. Like Bigfoot, you only see like a sort of brief silhouette of them. Yeah. You know they were there because of the poop, but could have been anyone. It's simply too early in the morning for any investigations. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about a new real-life cryptid that has emerged up north in Santa Cruz, California, who, it turns out, despite making headlines recently, actually has quite a bit of backstory lore. Is this in any way tied into the mystery spot? Please tell me it is. Is that the place from Nope? It's the place where all the bumper stickers, the yellow bumper stickers. I've never it's been. It's a gravitational anomaly, I believe. No. Yeah. no it's I, don't, actually, I don't think it does. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a trick to it. Anyways, you'll find out. <laughs> but we are talking about the creepy cookie monster. So everyone knows Cookie Monster. He's the Muppet on Sesame Street who loves eating cookies. And actually, that's not entirely accurate. In recent years, uh, we regret to inform you and the hosts of whatever Fox News show you're watching that Sesame Street has, of course, gone woke and made the Cookie Monster also express an affinity for vegetables. Ugh. But still, he is a beloved children's TV character. Despite his proclivities. Yeah, and it's not like anyone's like... You know, you hear Cookie Monster, you just picture the cookie. No, 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 no. Yeah. Unfortunately, when it comes to the man recently seen prowling the Santa Cruz Wharf, C is not for cookie. C is for creepy. And police are strongly urging the public to not engage with the Cookie Monster. Yeah, here's KSBW Action News. Creeped out and uncomfortable is what visitors on the Santa Cruz Wharf are feeling after encountering a man dressed in a Cookie Monster costume. The man is believed to badger people and aggressively yell. It's the creepy monster, not the cookie monster, Scotty, a Santa Cruz Wharf visitor, said. We saw him at the beginning of the wharf. At first glance, it just seemed like maybe it would be fun to do a selfie with him, but we were away from him, and then we went to the back of the wharf by the deadlines, and that's when we saw him coming out, making a commotion, and getting in people's faces, Michelle Roberts, wharf visitor, said. I saw him on the day the Sesame Street creator died. Like I told you, he was sad about that. He kept showing up and people started complaining about him. Mark, a Wharf employee, said. Well, there you go. It was just a reaction to the Sesame Street creator dying. He seems to be taking it real, real hard. Yeah, I mean, this is new for people in Santa Cruz. This is nothing new for the, the residents of uh, Hollywood, California. It, it is. And the visitors it, to uh, the Chinese theater. This mostly got my attention because I'm like, this is a very regular occurrence here. And also, weirdly, in recent years, Las Vegas has... Uh, had their own share of these, yeah. uh, these knockoff, uh, you know, street New York performers. City uh, has them yeah, as well. Times Not Square. as violent, uh, but... Uh, but I'm like, why is this news? Like, oh, a street performer, like, uh, being kind of nuts. Well, they oh, do. Gosh. They tend to embrace it up there in Northern California, much like the Bushman in San Francisco, who was a local legend for quite some time, though, uh, as far as I know, didn't actually assault anyone. No. Was just uh, into spooking people. He just had one simple trick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, surprising people. Mm -hmm. uh, so from the sound of it, this cookie monster hasn't actually committed any crimes and has just been creepy and annoying, which isn't a crime. So it is a bit odd that news of the creepy cookie monster has found its way into news outlets, not only across the U.S., but across the world. Everyone's looking for a bone. <laughs> Please. Uh, yes. Something fun. But it, it's a bit less odd when you learn about the cookie monster's past. For starters, and this is true, the man in the Cookie Monster costume is Adam Sandler. What? I know. Very shocking. How could Adam Sandler do this? Well, it is, of course, a different Adam Sandler. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but here's some background on this guy from the SF Gate. 
Sandler, then called Dan or Danny Sandler in press coverage, became notorious as a street performer in San Francisco's Fisherman's Wharf in the early 2010s. Local business owners and tourists complained Sandler was making the area feel unsafe. In 2014, he was arrested for allegedly threatening an SF food vendor, reportedly shouting, I'm going to rip your throat out at her. He goes on rants and raves and accuses people of conspiracy theories, said Troy Campbell, then executive director of the Fisherman's Wharf Community Benefit District at the time. He frightens visitors and locals. Whatever business he's in front of has a horrible day. Uh, So they also point out that despite his current persona as the cookie monster, Adam Sandler (laughs) previously gained infamy dressed as Elmo, earning him the nickname Evil Elmo. And the San Francisco Chronicle provides a little more backstory on that time that he got arrested in Fisherman's Wharf. San Francisco police arrested Sandler in November 2014 after he confronted a shop owner who had placed an anti-Elmo sign in her window. (laughs) No Elmos. When the merchant refused to take it down, he reportedly threatened her saying, I'm going to rip your throat out. Just Elmo with a a big old sign. (laughs) Uh, Hey, what the hell is that? That's the reason. That's me. And then he says this and she's like, that's the reason I put the sign out. Do you see why? Elmo, come on. I am tired of getting threatened by Elmo's. So, Elmo, if you don't stop, I'm going to tickle you. <laughs> anyway, here's the SF gate again. Sandler was also notorious in New York City, where he made the news for allegedly using anti-Semitic slurs while dressed as Elmo in Times Square. Damn, gets around. He, he was arrested in 2013 for attempting to extort $2 million from his former employer, the Girl Scouts. <laughs> what? Sandler was sentenced to a year in prison and two female Girl Scouts employees he allegedly harassed were given permanent orders of protection. Quote, in some of his emails, Mr. Sandler demanded $2 million in cash and threatened to spread the false story that the Girl Scouts regularly arranged sexual encounters between men and its campers if he did not get the money, the New York Times reported. (laughs) Where where did this guy get the job at the Girl Scouts? I think, yeah. Like, they had to have just been, look, you're already standing out in front of this business. Listen, man, you don't have some tag-alongs. You don't have to do this. I'm going to be a good Samaritan. I'm going to give you a job. It's like... A job that's impossible so to fuck up. Yeah. Just do like data entry or something. People shit. love these cookies. They sell themselves. Yeah, it's it's a business that it's recession proof. Yeah. Just to get you off the street, I'm doing everyone a favor. I'm getting a higher place in, in heaven. All you got to do is not be fucking weird about it. And yeah, uh, yeah. couldn't do it. So in addition to San Francisco, New York, and Santa Cruz, he's also been making people uncomfortable in Hawaii and here in Los Angeles, with an LAPD detective saying in 2016, just here in the last six months, we've had quite a few problems with him. This guy is like a national nuisance. (laughs) Wow. Uh, And this is how you know this guy's a problem. Uh, Hollywood Boulevard, like we said, is absolutely swarming with dozens of costume characters who will threaten to murder you if you take their picture and don't give them a generous tip. Yeah. But Adam Sandler still manages to warrant a write-up in the L.A. Times. Yeah. I mean, if they were writing about every costumed character who uh, threatens to murder people, I mean, there'd be nothing else to write about. The L.A. Times would just be be all Hollywood Boulevard freaks all the time. So the fact that this guy garnered a write-up in the local paper of record... It sounds like, you know, aside from the creepy, annoying, potential assault, and general negativity coming out of this guy... He's living a pretty sweet life. Yeah, and he gets the country and uh, uh, the world. Life on the road. Yeah, he's, he's been to more states than I have in the last couple of years. This is uh, why international outlets are covering it. They're saying, well, please don't come here. Yeah. Oh, wink, wink. I, I got something tells me this guy doesn't have a passport. But um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, if he does, I mean, he travels around by van. I don't know how he got to Hawaii. That's an interesting one. But uh, yeah, Canada and Mexico. Look out. Yeah. 
Like can I said, you just it's, say, it's, can you imagine being uh, threatened with murder by uh, a Muppet, a, a man-sized Muppet? I, I can because I have had to take uh, friends and family to Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it actually has been a little while. Maybe I'm just not paying attention, but you know, there was a big story like 10 years ago about, I believe, an Elmo and Spider-Man uh, getting into it. Yeah, they... They, uh, they would go behind the coffee bean and fight it out. They're hostile to uh, pedestrians, and they're also hostile to each other. They do not like each other. Yeah. Because, you know, you can only take so many selfies. Yeah, well, that's the thing is they're kind of fighting over space. Yeah. And also the guys that sell blank CDs that they say are their albums. Yeah. Your best uh, advice is don't go to Hollywood Boulevard. It's not very good. It sucks. I mean, uh, they try their best to make it Times Square, but every, it's not. Why once a year I'll see a movie at the, the Chinese Theater because it's actually a good theater. It's gigantic. But I get in and I get out. I do not linger. I, do, straight, I don't make eye contact with fucking anyone. Straight to the parking garage. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more don't to Don't go to Hollywood. It sucks. It fucking sucks. And My, don't go to Times Square. It's really easy to avoid evil Elmo and creepy cookie monster and the like by just not going. Like, Fisherman's Wharf, too. That's the Times Square of San Francisco. It is. I've never been to the Santa Cruz Wharf. I don't know about that. But I would assume it falls in the same category of, like, if you're there, you're kind of asking for it. I mean, that... that <laughs> Yeah, when I went to Santa Cruz, I went to, like, uh, skate shops and, and the mystery spot just because I'd seen the, the bumper stickers. But, uh, yeah, I, I tend to avoid those places. There's much more interesting places uh, around. You get your picture one time and you leave. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking of real-life cryptids, mm-hmm. a few years back, the city of Tempe, Arizona, was besieged by a vandal known only as Penis Man, who earned that moniker by writing Penis Man in various public places, uh, with at least 40 separate penis man taggings in December 2019 alone. Prolific. Mm -hmm. Local news reported on penis man's antics, which only seems to have emboldened him, leading to brazen taggings at places like Tempe City Hall, right there on the doors. Eventually, some narc spotted (laughs) penis man mid-tagging and called the cops, who traced the taggings to a man named Dustin Schomer, whose home was raided by over two dozen SWAT officers. Seems excessive. And who was threatened with decades in prison for his crime. Very excessive. Yeah, come on. Uh, We never checked in on Penis Man's legal situation after that, but thankfully, what ended up happening was far less severe than what prosecutors were threatening, which is good. Uh, He was sentenced to three years of supervised probation, 500 hours of community service, and an $8,000 fine for the damages he caused. I still a bit excessive. Yeah, but uh, not a draconian punishment, but still enough to make most people give up the penis man lifestyle. Yeah, it ain't worth it. And yet, somehow, penis man lives on. He has returned. Somehow, penis man returned. <laughs> Here's the Phoenix New Times from last week. After a prolonged hiatus, the Valley's own virile vandal, penis man, or penis men, depending mm. on who you ask, may have returned to erect new art in Phoenix the counterculture icon of 2020, who scrawled their enigmatic tagline, Penis Man, across all manner of structures, has penetrated a new area beyond the tag's origins in Tempe. Like Indiana Jones finding cave art in Raiders of the Lost Ark, we noticed the unforgettable Penis Man catchline scribbled on the lid of a garbage can just outside the Green Woodpecker Bar at Park Central in Midtown in late January. What's going on? So it's no longer just Tempe. It's Greater Phoenix now. Wow. It's spreading. So, has Penis Man violated the terms of his parole to return to a life of crime? Well, hold on, not so fast. Uh, Dustin Schomer himself claimed at the time of his arrest that he was not the only penis man in town. And I believe him. Yep. Especially when it starts getting press and, and 
the the main thing is when people are upset by it, that's going to cause other people to do uh, mimic. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, it's like the Riddler. I mean, you had the Paul Dano Riddler, but then like by the end of the movie, spoiler alert, there's like a hundred Riddlers. Yeah, because you know it's the message, not the man. And he even the, the guy Dustin, he even claimed that he himself was just a copycat, and that the original Penis Man was still out there. Uh, the Phoenix New Times also received photos and videos from a masked individual claiming to be the true penis man who said they were going to send the newspaper a penis manifesto, though that never happened. Penis manifesto. Mm. Uh, there has also been speculation that local musician Austin Knight of the band Waterparks is the real penis man. Oh, I have a, a loose connection to them, I should ask. Oh, yeah. Do you? Yes. You should. Yeah. You should inquire. I think I, I think they deny it. I, but... think, I think they're just memeing, but it is funny. Like, uh, they're having fun with it. Yeah, I have friends in their business circle. Okay. Yeah. In any case, Penis Man is back, and we eagerly await more reports of Penis Man sightings. Sorry, Greater Phoenix. Penis Man is just part of the local lore now. Uh, You're going to have to look, deal with that. You cut down one penis, ten penises rise in its wake. That's the problem, is once this starts getting more press, it's only going to cause... More copycats. That was their mistake the, the first time around, like this penis man going wild or whatever. And then the local news is like, you're not going to believe this. He's back. You're, you're not going to believe this. Someone is writing penis man all over town. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> we hope no one else uh, watches this news report about how hysterical we're being about this and also tags penis man. That would be crazy. Yeah. Graffiti on public property. Cool crime. Anyway, meanwhile, down in Brazil, uh, here's some news that kind of ties today's first two stories together very nicely, perfectly, I might add. Hmm. A man dressed as a giant seven-foot penis has been arrested by police after women complained he had been harassing them. Military police in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, arrested the man dressed as the giant phallus in the city center on Sunday for acting suspiciously. A picture of the arrest shows the man wearing an inflatable manhood costume and a pair of flip-flops being led away peacefully by an officer. Just the man's feet and rather glum face can be seen as the officer, with a baton tucked under his arm, takes him into custody. Carnival goers in the city told police he had been using his costume to chase women taking part in the city's parades, local media reported. And yeah, look at that. Wow, that is a tremendous, great photo of the Brazilian penis man being detained by police. It is a literal IRL bonk go to horny jail meme right there. Are we sure that's not Jair Bolsonaro inside that penis costume? No, this man is far too young and healthy looking. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, Bolsonaro is still in Florida, maybe? I don't know, actually. He might have been spotted at Gasparilla, which is like the, the Florida Mardi Gras. Gasparilla? Yeah, it's a, it's a pirate festival that aligns pretty closely with a the... A pirate festival? <laughs> yeah, that's how, how, you know, Tampa was not founded, but found. Yeah, I mean, I guess. So what, what happens at the pirate festival? Is there like floats? Well, you know, it used to be a lot more traditional and nice before all of the uh, the people took it over and turned it into a drinking festival. Probably not even allowed to chase women around because in a penis cause, costume because the fire festival's gone woke. No, it's it's a it's literally a boat parade with a lot of the boats being actual recreations of pirate ships with people hanging off of them drinking. Right, I believe that's pretty that cool. There, uh, well, I don't know if it was at Gasparilla or not, but it, it was around the time where Brady threw the Super Bowl trophy off the boat to a friend or to Gronk or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just the, the danger of a drunken parade on land just isn't enough for the yeah. residents of Florida. They've got to take it to the water where the slightest problem could turn deadly. Yeah. But I no, think that's it, cool. It also goes through the streets of Ebor as well. It's a, it's a big thing and it's their thing. Does it get sloppy? Is it like SantaCon? Yes, it's, it gets extremely sloppy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you ever want to go. Interesting. Um, well, it's already passed this year, but uh, you know. 
They do love their pirates there. It's the the Buccaneers. Hello. Uh, uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's some new Florida lore that I didn't know about. Thank you. You wonder why it's so crazy there. People, they're there. It's like how Australians, you you can explain everything by their origins. Criminals. Uh, Florida. Florida, Pirates. Pirates. Same thing. That's why they're all fucked up. Some of the most incredible floats this year at the uh, other, uh, like the Carnival and Mardi Gras, there was like, I saw stuff that I was sure was uh, created in like Blender or something, but was actually real. It's it, Damn. They get elaborate with it. Well, they are good at something then. No, no. no every, I'm talking about all over, not just Florida. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But speaking of Brazil, it's time to cover Brazil's most notorious export. <laughs> George Anthony de Volder Santos, the world's most dishonest man. Mm-hmm. Every week, we think we've finally scraped the bottom of George Santos's barrel of lies. And yet, miraculously, we return each week to find the barrel of lies replenished. <laughs> Nevertheless. With new lies. Replenished. <laughs> <laughs> and this week we got a very special treat in the form of George Santos himself sitting down for an hour-long interview to uh, set the record straight on all of his various lies, which ended up, of course, consisting of just new lies about <laughs> the old lies. No. Uh, Santos uh, was interviewed by Pierce Morgan on the show Pierce Morgan Uncensored, Okay, which is notable in a few ways. Firstly, this is a show broadcast in the U.K., not the U.S. Uh, George Santos is so internationally notorious that a major news show in a foreign country devoted an entire hour to him. Look at this freak! <laughs> I mean, and, the British... Oh, they, we're talking about George Santos, not Pierce Morgan. Yeah, well, <laughs> They're both freaks, this, actually. This is great, because, yeah, the British, they'll take any opportunity to be like, well, look how fucked up the politics in America are! Don't yeah, look over here! This is like, you know, they're Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. We, we, ha- we lost Trump, so they, they basically have, like, the prominent people are Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos right now. So they're going to be doing an international we press tour crazy. We should send them to England for extended oh, they, periods Oh, they would love it. And yeah. the British would love it, too. Like, like I think justice. we need to take Brexit even further. I, I think... <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene would love what England has done to itself. England, I mean, UK has had a uh, what you might call a national divorce with the EU. Yeah, and they had uh, one back in like the 80s and 90s, too. Yeah, so I mean... Yeah, I think she'd fit in well there. The press. Uh, put her on Graham Norton. I think that would be a real hoot. Right next to, like, uh, you know, Chris Pratt and uh, Christian I Bale. I don't want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene, because uh, the Graham Norton show, he gives them drinks. I don't want to... That seems dangerous. Uh, midge with a cocktail would be a little much. Yeah. And you know it'd be some weird fucking cocktail that you can only get at, like, Applebee's or some shit. No, it'd be that weird one. Remember the one that we, that we got in uh, in England that was, like... Tasted like cigars and tobacco. Oh yeah, that was gross. Yeah, it was named after the. the... It's like the Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah, it was disgusting. It was fucking nasty. What are you guys doing over I there? Mean, we paid a lot. I mean, we didn't pay for it. Yeah, the, we, the uh... company paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very expensive. Anyway, we're getting wildly off track here. Yeah. We're talking about George Santos. Uh, yeah, maybe George Santos agreed to the interview because it's not broadcast in the U.S. You know, the mm-hmm. mental gymnastics there. But the show is available to watch in its entirety on YouTube. So. Oops. Whoops. Uh, also, Pierce Morgan is an absolute joke, so it's really a testament to how much George Santos sucks that Pierce Morgan comes off looking like a respectable journalist in this interview. He comes out of this looking, like, pretty good at his job, which is hilarious, because he is just... He sucks so fucking much. Yeah. I mean, this might be a new path forward for him, being like, I- I'm only going to interview people that are more terrible yeah. than me, so that I look good in comparison. This man... George, uh, Pierce Morgan has been, like, publicly owned by his interview subjects like so many fucking times yeah and so yeah it makes sense like because on his show he's had like andrew tate on 
Uh, like he's just had like bad people that he actually does have some degree of moral superiority to. It's, guess, it's pretty yeah. brilliant. He's finally found his, his niche. <sighs> but yeah, anyway, Piers Morgan, uh, intrepid journalist Piers Morgan, did manage to get Santos to admit on camera that he has been a, quote, terrible liar. Which, okay, that seems seems like a pretty big step. But of course, he admitted that with the caveat that um, he lied because of societal pressure and also the only thing he really lied about was his education and really only partially just the like graduate school part of it and the rest was true. <laughs> okay. Uh, he told Morgan that he never lied about being Jewish and had been absolutely clear that he was merely Jew-ish. Um, and yeah, as fact checkers have already repeatedly pointed out for the last fucking two months, Santos claimed multiple times during his campaign to literally be Jewish. He called himself, quote, a Latino Jew and quote, a proud American Jew whose grandparents survived the Holocaust. All lies. Uh, he also told Morgan that when he spoke before the Republican Jewish coalition, that he clearly said he was Jewish and that everyone laughed and clapped even though there is literally uh, C-SPAN footage of that speech and neither of those things are true. You can watch it. The clip's right there. Wow. So Santos also claimed in the interview that he did, in fact, attend the elite New York prep school that has publicly confirmed they have no record of his attendance and said it must be because he attended under one of his aliases. Though the school also definitely checked if George DeVolder or Anthony DeVolder had attended and found that uh, whoever he is... Did not attend. Yeah, no, he, he really was serious. He didn't go here. Uh, Santos admitted that he lied about getting a master's degree, but then also claimed that he has no idea where people got the idea that he lied about taking the GMAT, even though his official resume lists a fake GMAT score. Yeah, I guess that's like the fucking the LSATs for business freaks. I've never seen someone so perfect for a Billy Madison situation. where He, he has to go back to school. But to this uh, illustrious prep yeah. school... Uh, and actually pass everything. He should, yeah. And he should have to go to Hebrew school, too. Yes, he needs to. He uh, needs to do the full, the, the you know, the absolute slog of work you have to do to, like, uh, get your bar mitzvah, where you have to, like, learn a bunch of fucking Hebrew. If he does this, and, uh, I'll be the first one there to lift him up on that chair. Yeah, and then he has to dig up his mom and put her body in the uh, Twin Towers. Well, As maybe, a sign of respect. Maybe not that. Into but, the fountain uh, that's, that yeah. remains there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Santos was also asked about pocketing the money from that GoFundMe that he set up for that homeless man's veteran uh, sick dog, which ended up untreated and dead because Santos didn't give the money. And uh, he continued to deny everything, uh, despite his name being listed multiple places online in relation to that GoFundMe years before anyone knew who the fuck he was. Mm hmm and he continued to lie about his mom being at the World Trade Center on 9-11, despite Piers Morgan pointing out that there is, in fact, a list of all the people who were there. An official list. This was a kind of big deal. We know who was there. And uh, George's mom, his mom's not on it. Not on the list. I do like that by still refuting these lies that are easily provable, he must mentally walk away and go, well, I'm glad that's over with. We've yeah. cleared the air. We finally, that's settled. Now I'm never going to be asked about it's this all again. smooth sailing from here. Yeah. You really aced that interview, George. <laughs> yes. Time to go to the West End and see a musical. You really owned Pierce Morgan. Add, add my name to the list of people who publicly <laughs> owned Pierce Morgan. Whoo. Uh, so yes, there's too much stuff in the interview to list, but basically he admitted to being a liar and then just doubled down on every single lie that he's told. It's a truly frustrating and fascinating hour of television. And meanwhile, more new lies have come to light. For example, this week, Politico uncovered the fact that despite George Santos's campaign claiming in FEC filings that they had 
donated thousands of dollars to local Republican groups and other Republican candidates, which the supposed recipients claim to have never received. Um, that's kind of an oopsie. Yeah. Also, it, even if the money had been actually donated, some of it would have been in amounts that exceed the legal limits for what campaigns are allowed to donate to each other. So that's another oops. <laughs> even in his lies, he did something illegal. Okay, so let's take these lies at face value. Sir, you've committed a crime. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be his undoing. Like, this man's FEC records are just, like, filled with so many lies that it's going to be like an IRS audit that takes five years. There's just too much to sort out. He'll be he'll already be done with his two-year congressional term by the time he actually faces any criminal criminal proceedings for the actual criminal stuff he did here. But I do love that he's sitting on... Uh, Pierce Morgan just digging the hole deeper. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Politico also reported this week that back in 2017, George Santos testified during a bail hearing for a friend of his who was charged with ATM skimming fraud, uh, and that George Santos told the judge that he worked for Goldman Sachs, which was a lie then, and it was a lie more recently. Yeah. It's a lie that's apparently been in his wheelhouse for a while. He's had that one in his back pocket for years. My employer, Goldman Sachs. It, it, it would have been so funny if these lines crossed because there was a news article yesterday, it was an update of that Oxy Media Company. Ozzy, that, oh, yeah! Ozzy, that lied to... Uh, yeah, he, uh, pre- he used like a voice modulator to like... Uh, pre- say he was a person Pretend from to be like the head of... Uh, the chief content officer at YouTube or something. Yeah! On a phone call with like... Goldman Sachs trying to like get them to invest, like literally committing fraud. Yeah, uh, and so the CEO, that <laughs> guy, the other guy, guy was arrested uh, and charged with fraud, but now the CEO of that company was arrested and charged with fraud. And it would have been so funny if both ends were playing each other. Like it's yeah. George Santos on the other end being like, yes, I'd like to invi- invest in your media company. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about Aussie Media. That was, that was another great, another very successful grift that just fell apart as soon as anyone took even like the slightest uh, scrutiny to what they were saying. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it would have been great if they had crossed paths, but unfortunately, yeah. not yet. Uh, and then there was this from this week um, from Insider. On Thursday, Santos tweeted that he wanted to personally thank Josh Lafazan, a member of the Nassau County Legislature in New York, for stopping by his office in Douglaston, Queens for a chat. It was great to sit down and discuss the concerns that were addressed in the letter he brought in, Santos wrote. But just 50 minutes later, LaFazan responded on Twitter, accusing Santos of mischaracterizing the nature of the meeting, which he said was actually a protest. <laughs> Let's be very clear. I did not stop by your office, LaFazan wrote. I hosted a protest outside your office calling on you to resign and then hand-delivered you a letter to stop wasting police resources. <laughs> Had a great chat with these guys. Did Santos give him some cupcakes afterwards? That would have been nice. Because he did do that for the press. Yeah. I don't know if anyone ate him or not, but... Uh, I wouldn't eat a goddamn thing this man handed me. No. Absolutely not. There's no. some weird club drugs in that that I'm... Like, the, the hospital's not going to be able to revive me because they don't have the antidote. <laughs> it's, it, Elliot, it's simple flea and tick medication. It's nothing serious. <laughs> it's just what he got from the Amish to take care of the many puppies that he's, uh, you know, getting adopted. He does have a lot of puppies. Yeah. So before we move on to the headlines half of this show... We got to take a second and let you know that this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. We both take AG1 by Athletic Greens every morning because it solves a very annoying problem. Getting all of the vitamins and minerals that your body needs without having to buy a bunch of different supplement pills that you have to remember to take every morning. AG1 is just one scoop of powder in water and it tastes great and it makes you feel good. It can be hard to know where to even start with supplements or who to trust, but AG1 makes that so much easier. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder in water once a day? 
AG1 was designed with ease in mind, making it easy to cover your nutritional bases every day. Every scoop is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, which support your immune system, digestion, mood, energy, and even your hair, skin, and fingernails. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for us. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com weird. That is athleticgreens.com weird. Check it out. And because green is our favorite color, this episode is sponsored by Green Chef. Mm. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Green Chef has expanded their menu. Now choose from 30-plus recipes weekly, with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary preferences in the same box without changing your plan, i.e. order vegan one day, keto the next. Fill up with Protein Packed, their newest collection of recipes fit for a high-protein dietary preference. Choose from three weekly weekly menu items, each including 40 proteins per serving on average. You can expect a variety of satisfying and flavorful recipes like Greek chicken salad with mint olive tepanade, enchilada spiced turkey bowls, and almond crusted barramundi. Shake off winter with delicious, easy to follow recipes that support your healthy lifestyle and taste good too. I, I've been kind of blown away by the way that every meal I've gotten from Green Chef has been absolutely delicious. While still being healthy, mm -hmm. I'm, I especially like, I really like the Mediterranean ones. Oh, yeah. That Mediterranean diet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's uh, everything I like. Uh, and Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, another one of our sponsors. So with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. Go to greenchef.com weird60 and use code weird60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that is 60% off plus free shipping by going to greenchef.com weird60 and using code weird60. All right. Time to get into the weirdest Craziest headlines from around the world this week, starting with Roald Dahl children's books rewritten to delete references to fat and ugly characters. Oh, it's so much more than that, too. And it, I, this is so fucking annoying because all these like conservative anti-woke culture war people are like latching on this and like, look what the libs did this time. It's like, no, no one fucking asked for this. Nope. Literally no one asked for this. Also, the publisher, the owner of the intellectual property is the one that chose to do this. It could be one of those things that we like to talk about a lot, the, the self preemptive self-cancellation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. They, like, they reread the books finally. They're, they're like, like oh. It's kind of mean to call someone fat. I, but, like, so they, yeah. This is this is literally a private company uh, using their property as they see fit. It's it's so funny, it's too, because... It's kind of fucked up, but, like, this is, I mean, this is capitalism. The, it, it, what's funny about this is, like, Roald Dahl was probably my favorite author as a child. Oh, yeah. I actually read books in middle school, and they were primarily Roald Dahl books, and look how I turned out. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, like, as ridiculous as a lot of these examples are, like, yeah. there's literally, like, in The Witches, you know how The Witches are, they all wear wigs because they're bald? Yeah. Like, ooh, they added... Don't, don't let Will Smith They know. added a line being like, and, you know, like... It's fine that they're bald. Yeah, some women, uh, you know, some women wear wigs. It's totally fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to take the more sinister look on this and say that this is uh, the company uh, doing it on purpose because just two days after it was announced that they're removing uh, certain references or whatever in these books... Literally in a in a time span that it was too short yeah. to actually set anything up, they're like, you know what? We're gonna do the unedited collector's edition of um, all the books with, and, and guess what? They say fat and ugly in it, and you, and you love. You know, it. Uh, 
I wouldn't put it past him. That that is a viable like, knowing that it would cause like, that's, a that's uh, marketing some, like, growth hack marketing for like 2023 is just being like, oh no, the woke mob has ruined our great products that you all love. What are we gonna do? And it's like, you know what? We're gonna say no to the woke mob who We're definitely sell, exists. It, these ones say it has twice as many ugly characters in it. But uh, this is like uh, uh, Ryan Holiday uh, marketing the exactly, uh, yeah. uh, I hope they serve beer in hell by calling parents groups and being like, can you believe that this bookstore is selling this book? We should go there and protest. But um, it's like Roald Dahl. So he literally like in his will, he gave his estate like he's like change whatever you want, because even he like by the end of his life yeah. uh, had changed his own books like multiple times mm. because he's like, yeah, OK. Like the Oompa Loompas were originally like. Black, yeah. like, little people from Africa, like, literal slaves. <laughs> and, uh, like, they're referred to as, like, Negroes in the book. And he later, like, like I think when they were making the movie, they're like, all right, Roald, we're going to change a few things here. Don't mind us. Uh, the year is, like, 1972, but even now, it's like, this is, this shit is uh, outrageous. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, he, Roald Dahl also kind of fucking sucked. He was an extremely anti-Semitic racist dude. Having said that, his books, uh, you know, I guess... See, I didn't know any of that when yeah, I was a child. Yeah, exactly. Like, how would you? And, like... Also, I... I like, don't know. I like his books. I like the movies based on his books. It is ah. funny. Like, it's one of those things where you're like, what the fuck was I watching as a kid? Because I remember being terrified by witches when it came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He turns them into mice. Well, the the women, when they do the transformations... Oh, yeah. Some, some scary practical effects. Yeah, like as bad as a horror movie, which yeah. I look, I don't regret watching it. I think it was uh, It did scare the shit out of it, me. But it did scare the shit out of me. Yeah, it was that was very scary. And I would <laughs> constantly confuse that movie because of the turning the kids into mice. I constantly confused that movie with uh, the mouse and the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused. Well, he had a little helmet made out of a ping pong ball. Very cute. Anyway, yeah, good news. Uh, the woke mob has been held at bay. Rolled Doll, uh, now on sale. The uncensored Rolled Doll edition. Yeah, the 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 woke dewokeified. The the woke mob has been uh, pushed aside and uh, Rolled Doll uncancelled. And the unwoke mob has been monetized. <laughs> I yeah, I think you're right. I think this is all just marketing. Because it was Everyone way too quick. It was yeah. like, all right, well, incredibly intelligent, highly elusive. U.S. faces new threat from Canadian super pig. I feel like we get one of these every six months or so. Like, all oh, these Canadian pigs, you better watch out. They're worse than your pigs. I tell you that much. Uh, my favorite response to this is like... These ones ride horses. My favorite response was, uh, actually, a Canadian super pig is called a Mountie. I, I, I kind of just made that joke on my own, but yeah, it's the same yeah. joke. Yeah, it's, yeah, we're talking about cops. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, but uh, why, are they just more aggressive? They got that I, syrup in them? I don't fucking know. They're like... You a, know how these pigs get when they get their syrup in them? Another great joke because in Super Troopers, they're cops. Yeah. I guess they're they're like a crossbreed of uh, uh, you know domestic pigs and boars or some shit. Oh, I think why is because like they're they're battle hardened from the Canadian winter. True. So that makes that they're like way better at digging mm -hmm. because in Canadian winter they like they fucking hibernate in like tunnels. They dig. Well, you, and you would assume that their uh, their their skin their fur is tougher as well. Yeah. So you can't kill them. You have to have a full on AR fifteen. Anything else is just gonna. Bounce off. Of I saw something. I don't know how true this was, but it was like uh, someone l literally fired a five-five-six round from like an AR-15 style rifle at a uh, feral hog, and uh, the first round hit it like in the in the fat and didn't even penetrate past the skin. I told you like, we were wrong. We were wrong. They eventually got it, and went, and they yeah they showed like a picture of it. It's just like this giant fucking bullet, and like just stopped. Like these things have. 
like natural Kevlar. It's wild. That's why you need the 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 big the big uh, military gun to protect your your family. Yeah, I mean like five five six clearly not enough. What else you got? Fifty cal nuke from or- orbit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, be careful out there. The Canadian pigs, uh, the Canadian bacon. Yeah, these Canadian pigs. Don't Come let down. them. Don't let them fool you. They are not polite. No, they not will at tear all. up your lawn. Mm-mm. South Florida pregnant inmate seeks release, saying unborn baby is innocent of crimes. Your Honor, I rest my case. My actual human is being illegally detained. This is a, a great finesse of Florida's uh, and and the I guess half the country's like insane uh, legal theories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also like uh, yeah, if you're pregnant and you're in prison, it sounds like this lady actually is not getting like the proper uh, health care. Yeah. Um, and and you know, regardless of whether you believe a fetus is a person or not, um, actually, especially if you think a fetus is a person, you would want this woman to be getting the best possible, uh, you know, health care. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, she is not. So her lawyers are uh, testing out this groundbreaking case. Your Honor, this this child, this human child, this person is being unlawfully detained. Has done nothing wrong. Yeah. So. What are you going to do? This, this, these are the type of uh, cases that make justifiably make a mockery of these stupid fucking laws. Yeah. It's the type of stuff that the Satanic Temple does mm-hmm. very well. And by the way, they're still doing their after-school Satan Club. They were yeah. screening uh, Fern Gully recently, yeah. in the, uh, which is a great movie to show uh, specifically for their cause. Yeah. It's, I, I, they're, they're so fun. They do good work. They do good work. A proposed bill in Florida would ban dogs from hanging their heads out of car windows. I don't think this will pass. People love it too damn much. They put their sunglasses on these dogs yeah. as they hang out the window. Come on, it's Florida. You got the sun out. Yeah. Sun out, tongues out. Uh, yeah, the, the dog with the world's longest tongue would love it, except the back of the whole car would be soaked by the end of the ride. It is It is weird, you know, Florida, many extremes. Like th- This feels like something some one of those California liberals would try to do. Also, like, as a, a just a, another bonkers comparison with automotive law in Florida, you can legally ride a motorcycle without a helmet there. Yeah. But they're going to ban dogs from sticking their heads out the window? I don't think this is going to pass. No, yeah. I don't think so either. And especially, is... they're, like, they're like, not only can a dog stick its head out of the window, but you have to, like, have a fucking road crate for a dog while you're transporting it. And it's like, I have two dogs. There's no fucking way I would do that. Yeah. Even more rings. They, they love things, hanging their head out the window. Yeah, they they love it. They want to. Yeah. They want to smell that air. They want to see what's going on. You just got to be careful. You don't want a hereditary situation happening. No. No. But uh, this it's also this is another weird weirdly timed bill because it came out the same time that that bill that's being proposed where anyone can sue anyone else for calling them a bigot. God. Yeah. I haven't I haven't looked into that too much, but like the it's mainly for seeing news. The actual lawyers that I follow on Twitter are just like, yeah, this would make like calling someone racist illegal. illegal. And they could sue you for a minimum of $35,000 based on uh, religious protections. And it sounds like another case for the satanic temple who can just say it's their religion to call people bigots. Yeah. um, It seems ripe for trickery. Yeah. These are just proposed bills by the way, but yeah, it's another like just what is going on in Florida. A lot of proposals happening in this country right now that are very interesting. Yeah, well, DeSantis backs this one, and, and with the, they they are positioning it as, they're positioning it as the common man being able to sue news organizations for 
reporting on so, the way they're positioning but is weird, but it's so broad. But like, it, that's weird because it's like local news organizations are already, uh, you know, pretty uptight about like being libelous. I, I don't. What news organizations are being like? The man who is racist said this. Like, uh, this is also not, it's not it, how fucking reporting. It's was. also a really fucked up week too for this to be proposed because a, a news like on-site journalist oh, was yeah. just murdered yeah. uh, in Orlando at, for covering a previous murder. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's Florida. What's going on over there? They need um, a, another pirate festival. If they have a pirate festival every month, that would like, I think that would do them some good. Yeah, they just released all their steam, and and now this. Yeah. What are we doing? And speaking <sighs> of Florida. Florida is considering a classical and Christian alternative to the SAT, which I hope they fucking do this. I, it'll be so funny if everyone who got any education in Florida was no longer able to go to college in any other state except Florida because they literally took some fake SAT that wasn't the real thing and colleges literally won't let them in because they, they don't meet the minimum standards. That, I think that would be hilarious and they should do it. But why would they care? Why would you ever want to leave such a beautiful place like Florida, right? I mean, he, that is that does seem to be kind of like what they're going for with this. They are isolating themselves from the rest of reality in yeah. very strange and aggressive ways. Um, don't think it's going to turn out great. But like I said, uh, I've been trying to keep an eye on it. I, I do... Subscribe to the local uh, news there. Keep an eye on all of the local elections and local school board stuff that's going on there because it is really, really fucked up. Look into Michael Flynn and what he's doing in Florida. Oh, good, that guy. Mm -hmm. General Michael Flynn. Disgraced general. The the general. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, New Idaho bill would criminalize anyone administering COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. Oh, this is a fun one. I have no idea what this one's chances of passing are. Probably pretty good. I don't know anything about Idaho, but uh, I know they do have one of the lowest vaccination rates in the country. So, um, yeah, fuck it. Send a bunch of, like, CVS employees to prison for (laughs) administering, like, the fucking Pfizer COVID vaccine. Sure. Look, it's a beautiful beautiful state. The people are ugly, but the the state is beautiful. They got ugly souls. That's what I mean, of course. Yeah. The Coeur d'Alene's in Idaho, right? I believe so. You gotta, you gotta American up that name, first of all. It's all yeah. spelled all goofy like Cure it's French. Cure Deline sounds like some surrender ha- loving uh, We spell it C-H-O-R-D uh, Lane. <laughs> now get out. Coeur d'Alene sounds a little bit gay. <laughs> yeah. A little bit gay. Governor Tate Reeves, unsure whether providing mothers health care would help their health. This is the governor of a. He's the governor of Mississippi. Who he's that guy that's like fifty, but looks like he might also be twelve. He's got that weird oh, thing yeah. going on. Um, yeah. So he, you know, they're another state that's like, you know, uh, abortion is pretty much fucking illegal. So you know what? We're gonna make sure to take care of the women who are pregnant. And then people are like, okay, then you should give them money so they have more than like a fucking week off of maternity leave. And he's like, well, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if that would really. Would that help them? Would that help them? Unsure. Meanwhile, th- like they're asking for like $7 million for like every pregnant, total for every pregnant woman in Mississippi. And he's like, I-, I don't know. Meanwhile, they're giving like twice that much to those like crisis pregnancy centers that are just like, 
literally Christian call centers. Yeah, well, they're like literally designed to trick people into thinking that they're abortion clinics. So they show up and they're like, Haha, "Well, actually, have you heard about Jesus?" Oof. Uh, I don't know. If there's a way out of this. <laughs> this is so- what a country. Yeah. Flight from Auckland lands 16 hours later in Auckland. I have done that flight. It is long. Even a direct flight from L.A. to Auckland was uh, was rough. Yeah. So the idea of spending 16 hours on a plane and ending up right back where we started, I think I would pretty upset. I'd be pretty upset. Yeah. And it's it upset. It's all happened like. They were going to New York City. They were like literally in U.S. airspace when they got word that like one of the fucking breakers at JFK airport was broken. So like the lights on the runway didn't work and like ah, it's not going to be repaired for a couple days and we don't have any room for you in any of the terminals. So they're just like, all right, well, turn around. Wow. Back to New Zealand. Jesus. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> How I don't know. I, I, I'm sure it worked out mathematically, but I can't imagine. They, they had to be running pretty low on fuel. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. Um, but yeah. That is the longest flight, I believe. Or no. Auckland to New York, it's either that or like London to like Welling or uh, London to uh, Sydney, I think might be yeah, I the did, longest one. I did, uh, back when we were doing junkets, I did Wellington to Melbourne, to from Me- Melbourne, sorry. Melbourne. Uh, Wellington to Melbourne. From Melbourne to L.A., from L.A. to New York. In all one, in, one all trip. In, oh, yeah. God. What it was that? like 32 hours yeah, with layovers. Yeah. Jesus Because you're flying from Wellington to uh, uh, Melbourne. Those are not close. It, it's like flying across the entire United yeah, States. That's a long and then you got to fly. And it's even further than Sydney from L.A. And then L.A. to New York is five or six hours. That's it. When I went to the Philippines, I'm going again for Ooh. next year, but I'm paying whatever it costs for the most direct route possible, because when I, when I went last time, it was like L.A. to Singapore to Seoul to one island in the Philippines to another island in the Philippines. It took, I think, like 30 hours also, total. the roughest air down there. Yeah. In the Southern Hemisphere, just throwing you around. Yeah. Uh, former NFL star Chad Johnson says he saved money by living inside Cincinnati Bengals Stadium for two years. Smart. Ocho Cinco, that's, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, this is weird, but, like, he, this guy sounds better with money than 90% of, like, uh, NFL recruits who uh, end up fucking broke, like, within five years of retirement. Yeah. Um, this guy, he's he is a, a model. Uh, like, yeah, you know, we're making good money for, like, the five to ten years we're here, and then after that, uh, our bodies and brains don't work. So mm-hmm. you kind of want to, you want to save the money for later. Smart. And way, one way you can do that is by uh, illegally sleeping at the stadium. Yeah, he walks so, so Kanye West, hi, hi so Kanye West could, could produce an album in a stadium too. He, he walks so Elon Musk could run. This uh, is like, I've met a couple people like this, but there used to be a guy at uh, Machinima that did this where he would only eat the $1 hot dog at 7-Eleven every day. Yeah. It was like a $2 combo with a with a big gulp or whatever yeah. and a hot dog. And he would eat that every single day. I mean, uh, it it probably adds up quite a bit. But that's the thing is, uh, but I, at what not cost? to get too personal about this person, but he also took fucking company stock in lieu of a pay increase. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I so, can't imagine that turned out very well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, he did need those hot dogs at that bargain basement price. Also might pay the price later in life, depending on any medical (laughs) uh, 
problems. I mean, I, I ate like a 7-Eleven hot dog after school in high school for like a solid year. You get those like 3 p.m. after school munchies. You got a, a child body. Then yeah, you can do anything. Yeah, exactly. As an adult, the thought horrifies me of doing that. A smidge too much salt will send <laughs> me off these days. <laughs> Woo. <sighs> and final headline. Rare blizzard warnings issued for Los Angeles area. Yeah. Things are getting weird, folks. It was treacherous even getting to the office today. It was terrifying driving in here tonight. There's cars floating down the street currently. Uh, the visibility is so bad that I, multiple times in my drive, was like, oh, there's the lane markers. I am literally in two lanes right now. I should yeah, pick a lane. Uh, and pe- the, the worst is... Uh, depending on where the water's going, people going the opposite direction on the highways, just splashing g- gallons of water to cars going the opposite direction. So it's a very fierce, yeah. intense uh, kind of thing. Hydroplane, just <laughs> whoa, kick. But that's in like the basin. Yeah. The, even the low-lying mountains are getting snow right now. Like there was someone that yeah. filmed a the Santa Monica Hollywood, Mountains. <laughs> a Hollywood sign was getting a dusting. Yeah, uh, dude, it's fucking weird. It's the first time this happened in like thirty-five years or something. Yeah. It's uh, pretty wild. And also, like, in where we're at now, it's like, it's it, it's not warm and raining. It is like 40 degrees and pouring down rain. So yeah. it's not snowing, but... It could be colder, honestly, but, like, it's it's just, it's unpleasant. It's, uh, it's not a nice time to be outside. No. At all. <laughs> not at all. And it's going to last until, what, Tuesday? I don't know. The National Weather Service will let me know what they're hysterical. Oh, my God! Yeah, we Do got, not go anywhere. Two two messages today. Yeah. I was out getting uh, lunch. Uh, Everyone in the in the restaurant that I was getting lunch at was like, oh my God, should we leave? Yeah. Because it, it was like, do not leave your home. Yeah, it was, it was pretty it was extreme. I was like, could you be more specific? The LA River looks like it'd be a blast to go doing no, some you, kayaking You would right literally now. die. Do not do that. <laughs> Disclaimer, I want to be absolutely clear. Do, <laughs> do not, not do go that. near any fucking bodies of water in the state of California. No. Oh, look, the, the waves are supposed to get up to like 15, 16 feet. Do not surf those waves. You will die. Get away from any hillside if that might collapse. If you don't die, you will be poisoned. That water is... Fucking filthy. They would. They hadn't even cleaned up uh, the the debris from the last flood. Yeah. Uh, in the river, and now it's happening again. But I, I think they do have trash catchers now at the mouth, which is good, or at least in they are Long deploying Beach? them. Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, because for for uh, forever, yeah. it's like, oh, it rains. Like, oh, there's a couches that's just floating on the beach. <laughs> it rained. Don't go in the water for six months. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's what we have to look forward to this weekend. Uh, Whatever. And uh, that's our show. Just going to watch uh, Shrinking. Great show on Apple TV. I'm enjoying it. Not really Harrison Ford and uh, I can't remember any one of the other people's names, but he's great in it. Harrison TV Ford. Never thought I'd see the day on all these shows now. Yeah, he's wow. great. Everyone else is great in it too. Anyways, uh, if you haven't watched our last episode about uh, how Trump is just, uh, just... The literal Trump train. Is, yeah, the Trump train is, is driving through East Palestine, Ohio and not spilling chemicals. It's spilling... Victory. I almost titled the video. I was unsure if people would get it, but I was so close to titling the video Trump Derailment Syndrome. Well, that's good. It, it's, it's, it's too maybe, good. Maybe it's, too deep. Yeah, yeah, it would fly over a lot of heads, so I didn't do it. But uh, I want to let everyone know that I did think about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and also a recent tech news day where we talked about ChatGPT and how it uh, sucks and is dumb. And it's only getting worse, folks, because <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have news next week, but Facebook has announced their... They're throwing their hat in the ring with the AI stuff, and uh, I'm sure that it's going to go very well. AI in the metaverse. (laughs) Stay tuned. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Bye.